Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Sharon Sammy, your manifesting abundance mentor, intuitive energy healer, and corporate trainer. She helps to empower women to unlock their full potential by activating their true self-worth and their confidence. Hey, Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. It's great to be here. I'm really excited. Awesome. Can you expand a bit more on that and tell us, you know, where are you with your business today and who do you love to work with? Yeah, sure, definitely. So thank you, everybody, for listening to, to us today. So yeah, so I'm Sharon Sammy. I'm a wife. I'm a mother of two beautiful earth angels. So I've got an eight-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son. But I mention my family, first of all, because they are the most important thing in my whole entire life. And um, I'm from the UK, so you can probably tell by the wonderful accent. I spent 20 years in corporate banking. But the last 17 years, I focused on my own personal development journey. And then partway through my banking career, I then realized that actually my values aren't aligned to, you know, how I want to be in life. I got married, had my children, and everything was just like long hours. You know, I loved what I did in banking, but it was just like really draining my energy. And Mm. then... I'm a serial manifester. So all the mind, you know, mind over matter, all of that stuff. And I literally put to the universe, universe, if it's my time to leave banking, make it happen, bring it on. And I remember this was driving on the motorway, going into the corporate office, having dropped my children off at my parents. And I really felt it in my heart, you know, leaving them to go and work. And I really wanted to spend that time with them. So I put it to the universe in December, 2019. And then start of January, just before COVID, so start of January 2020, I left banking, which was the most amazing thing ever, purely because I just felt so aligned to my values, my family, my freedom, my financial abundance. So in answer to your question, so what am I doing now? I've got my own coaching and training business, and I'm a manifesting abundance mentor, intuitive energy healer, corporate trainer, as you mentioned. And I work with women from around the globe, and I just basically aim to empower these ambitious corporate women, coaches, entrepreneurs, to really bring out the best in themselves, to unlock, like you mentioned, you know, their full financial potential, activate their confidence, their inner true worth, self-worth, so that they can create their abundant legacy and also manifest their life by design and that's the key thing here by design nobody else's but your own and it's all about like living your dream life and I use a mantra where anything is possible so so that's me so with your clients that come through to you what 
What is it that you have to help them to overcome? What traditionally is, here's the first hurdle that you see time and time again, that you have to help them to, to work through or realize so that they can really work with you effectively. Yeah, so the main two things are the low self-worth, self-esteem, not, not the main two, but self-esteem, the lack of confidence, and even it comes down to their self-love, you know, and this could then impact like their whole holistic life. Because I always say it's not just one thing. Like, you know, you could have the most successful career, but then your relationship is failing. You could have a fantastic relationship, but then your health, you know, on the other side, you're not spending time going to the gym. So it's holistically looking at all areas of their life, looking at, first of all, like what is stopping them from going for that promotion, from, you know, getting a pay rise, from leaving the company and starting their own business? What is mm. stopping them from, you know, doing the things that they want to do? And financial abundance is really key because at the end of the day, there's a whole thing about money, you know, even like, you know, everybody's got this whole thing about money, you know, how do we feel about money? And it is basically helping them to reach their full financial potential as well. So it's about, I suppose, the limiting beliefs, their fears, their personal limitations and helping them overcome that so that they can actually be unstoppable well, and they can, you know, focus on that, fly. That one point for the moment. I think that's a key point with a lot of entrepreneurs, especially it doesn't matter whether you're starting out or going to that next level. There is that, that level of fear, whether it's at zero, whether it's at 10,000, whether it's a hundred thousand, yeah. it doesn't matter where it is, but we all have our thresholds. So how do you guide people to be able to, show up in spite of this perceived threat to actually invest to do the thing that they they want to do however they have yeah. this this thing holding them back and controlling them whether it is actually true or not yeah so basically I do um through my intuitive healing sessions it's basically working on the emotional mental physical spiritual and psychological level so if for example somebody came to me and said I don't you know I'm not good enough I haven't got the confidence you know, everybody else is so much better than me, you know, that imposter syndrome, which, you know, sometimes I even suffer from. And, you know, I was speaking to Mark earlier, and we was, I was saying that, you know, every level you go to, you know, you're not like totally immune from these things. I even have this 17 years of experience, you know, and it's just, first of all, it's identifying, okay, what are the key issues? What are the fears? Okay, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. Okay, so where did that come from? And it can come from four levels. And I'm just going to quickly give you those four before we move on. It could come from your childhood pre-programming. It could come from past lives, if you believe in past lives. It could come from your DNA ancestral chain. You know, what your parents thought, what were their beliefs? What were the great-great-grandparents' beliefs? Because it comes through back through the DNA ancestral chain. Or it could even be your soul path. You know, what are you here on this earth to achieve, to learn? You know, what are you here to, to you know, to, how are you here to, to live your life? And mm. it's going on that deep subconscious level. So everything we do on the conscious level is 95% from the subconscious. So I basically reprogram the subconscious mind, which is basically healing the limiting beliefs and basically embedding new empowering beliefs. And so at the end of the sessions, what clients will find is that energetically they've shifted. They've no longer got these fears because we've gone back through using like timeline therapy, hypnosis, different techniques. We've gone back to it could be something that happened when they were three years old. A teacher said to them, oh, you've painted that picture in green. It should have been red. That's not what I asked you to do. And then that 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 child at three years old is thinking, oh, I've got that wrong. I'm not good enough. 
And then, you know, it's lacking that confidence maybe in the classroom that anything the teacher says, oh, I'm going to get it wrong anyway. And then when they're later on in adulthood, they're going for that promotion or the lack, they're not going for the promotion because they just think that embedded belief from when they were a child, I'm not good enough. I was told I'm not good enough. So, you know, who am I? So it's going back and reprogramming. And that's what I really love to do. You know, seeing the results of all my clients and even myself personally, because I've gone through a huge journey as well, which I'm sure you have as well, Mark. So on this on this journey, it's, it's tough. It's enlightening. It's beautiful. But it is a struggle. It is. There is so much to do here. And spoiler, it never fucking ends. No. It is continuous. <laughs> that's kind of part of, of the journey so it's all gonna be well for us to sit here and say you know here's what happened it's all about this here's how we reprogram it here's how we change things and that's good and it's beautiful to hear that i want to hear from your perspective what behind the scenes because you obviously know you know all this stuff you know what you should do you know what the challenges yes. are however we all continue on this emotional roller coaster we continue to hit challenges, to level up, to see differences, whether it's bringing on team members, whether it's launching new offers, whether it's being able to fulfill correctly. Oh, crumbs, there is so much doubt that goes into that. So even with your knowledge, even though you teach all of this stuff, what is it for you that keeps on rearing its head? Or you maybe you've hit this new level where crumbs, I never thought I'd have this challenge, but now it's showing up for me. What is that for you personally? Yeah, it's like what they say, Mark, a new level, a new devil. Okay, so you're never going to have healed every single block, every single personal limitation and fear. Because like you said, you know, even if you advance and even knowing this stuff, other stuff still comes through. So I'll give mm. you an example, if I may. Um, when I finished corporate and I started my business, I was like really energetic, full flow, you know, so happy. And yes, I was successful. You know, yes, I had the clients coming in. And then throughout that year, obviously, because it was COVID, my um, my dad then towards the end of the year passed away. And that was pretty much, that was really challenging because, you know, and probably for a lot of you out there that, you know, it wasn't COVID related, but, you know, people, you know, were grieving. There was a lot out there. Mm. So there was that. But in terms of then picking myself back up after that period, and in answer to your question, it was like, I carried on building my business. But even today, it's like, and I was mentioning to you earlier, Mark, it's like, I've just put on this new five day challenge in June, and it's all about manifesting money in abundance. And the first time I did that was in March. And when I started promoting that round about the start of this year, all of a sudden, my inner critic, which I call the devil on the shoulder, comes up out to play and says, Sharon, who do you think you are? You can't do that look at everybody else out there they're so much better than you they've look at their followers you know that whole how do you say it? comparisonitis and I really hate that because then the the angel on the shoulder comes up and you know it's that slight whisper you know your higher self and it said but you can do this Sharon and then the devil comes up the inner critic and says no you can't and so I've got this mind conflict going on and I'm like shall I promote then shall I put something out on social media I'm not good enough yes you are you've got this so it's like 
when I appreciate and I actually have that awareness that what's going on in my own mind chatter, then it's like, okay, I need to do something about this. There's obviously some blocks going on, some resistance, Mm -hmm. something I'm facing. So, so, you know, let's book a session with a healer. And I do have frequent sessions myself because as a coach, as a healer, I appreciate, I don't know everything. So I need to be coached as well to the next level. I'm not perfect. I still have these doubts and these fears and concerns. So periodically, like every single month, without fail, I'll have a healing session, whether it's working on my money blocks, the imposter syndrome, which does come up a lot, particularly with when I'm doing promoting these challenges. Like, who are you? Look at everybody else. And like I said, like comparisonitis. I hate that. I really detest comparison comparisonitis when you're comparing yourself to others. And when I realize that's what I'm doing, I stop and I come back, focus on my inner self. And I say, okay, but I am worthy. I am good enough. I go to gratitude and the affirmations. And I always say the only person that you're in competition with Sharon in the mirror, I say this is the person I was yesterday. It doesn't matter about these X, Y, Z people. Yes, they're fantastic. Yes, they're successful. But so can I be as well. So it's like being my own inner cheerleader as well. But Mm. I do, you know, the inner critic, it does come out to play. Yeah, it's it's so tough. So with obviously you're an energy healer that has other energy healers to work with you. You're living and breathing exactly what you do. You see the value in it. What's the from your perspective? What is the best thing that's actually helped you? Let's talk about more recently as you've scaled up, as you've launched your, your new challenge. What yeah. is the guidance that's helped you along the way that you just can't do on your own? Yeah, it's probably really being real with myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm working with with another healer, for example, and they're digging deep into, okay, for example, like money blocks, because although I've worked on over 250 money blocks, okay, I actually do this program with other people, especially like corporate people or coaches, where we go through this whole program of over 250 beliefs. Mm-hmm. But that's not it. You've got a whole raft of another 500 beliefs. Do you know what I mean? And it could dig deep into it could be like not even my belief. And I've had healers help me unravel beliefs that my grandparents had about money that were then passed through to, say, my mom and dad. My dad had a very successful business. Um and it was it was fantastic in terms of um, it was all to do with food. So it's catering, a sweets and savory Indian Indian store. And my mom, yeah. social worker, so she's worked. She she wasn't educated. She wasn't allowed to have an education. Being from an Indian Sikh background, she was born um, in Malaya, but she came over to the UK when she was six months because my granddad was in the British Army and he was posted in Malaysia. And then they came back over. She's part of like the seven siblings all together. And she's the middle one. And all of these different money issues, because she wasn't allowed to get educated, first of all, because it was very sexist. You know, the, the girls of the family, you know, you go to school, but you come home, you don't, don't do your homework. It's about cooking, cleaning, you know, all of that stuff. And the boys were allowed to go, you know, out and about, you know, you know, <laughs> get an education and get fantastic jobs. But luckily, my mom and my two aunties, her two sisters managed to get successful, you know, careers and jobs and businesses. But then for me, it was actually going back and having somebody help me go back and identify, well, actually, it's not actually my money blocks. It's come from granddad. It's come from great, great grandparents. You know, the whole notion of money and value. 
and it, it was absolutely magical you know when you when you go back and and then heal you don't just heal yourself it's the whole DNA ancestral chain so I actually noticed shifts in my mom's thinking as well so we'd go out and you know we go to like a, an expensive boutique and she's like oh do you want this and I'm like oh but how much is it though and she's like it doesn't matter I was like oh okay that's shifted because before it did matter and you know she's very wealthy but it it was more about you know where can mm. I save not to yeah. spend to save and it was that whole notion so that's where it's really helped me to really identify the stuff that I may not have been able to objectively do myself I think that's key there to see those things that you weren't aware of or actually yeah. probably you are aware of them you just don't have the maybe the courage the expertise or yeah. oh, just the time and space to be able to give it your your focus your awareness yeah. so, and whatever external source it is that brings us out what does that again so one question i love to ask people is okay so we're talking a lot about here about ancestral and energy what way bring it into into the into the physical into your actions right now because that impacts how you change what else you do how you approach different things what you engage in yeah where do you still find that you're you're holding yourself back where are you holding your business back right now that's <laughs> that's known yeah i used to quite recently hold myself back by not actually shining my light and by that what i mean is like i've been super successful in my life okay i've achieved some great things we probably all have but it's it comes down to do you share the things that you've done and this even comes to like testimonials you know the the, the, the stuff i've done with clients and the stuff that they've achieved not sharing those as much because i just think oh that's okay it's, it's okay i've done that Okay, you know, let's, let's and pause I that a second. Let's pause yeah. on that because I'm sure you're about to bust into another story. But I want to hear that from your perspective and get raw with it. Yeah. What What is it that you can't or don't want to share those stories? What What are you feeling? What are you saying? What are you avoiding? Yeah, I think, well, no, I feel it comes down to background my family upbringing and it comes down to like childhood stuff where for example I can recall like mom in particular used to say to me oh you know you don't want to get too big for your boots and I can't remember the specific scenarios of when I was a kid it may be like I came back from school and I started sharing I don't know maybe the teacher said I did something fantastic I can't particularly remember but I can recall my mom used to say well you don't want to be, get too big for your boots so I thought oh you know, get off the high horse. You know, have you heard those sayings? Mm. Get off your high horse. And it's like, oh, who do I think I am then? <laughs> you know, I shouldn't be sharing this stuff. And sometimes it does niggle, even though I've gone through some healing and I've done, you know, a lot of work on it, it mm. can go deeper. It's a bit like an onion. And I always say it's a bit like an onion because, you know, you've got all of these hidden layers and you peel back the onion, but you still haven't got to the core, the middle, because there's so many layers. And what I find is, you know, even when I'm putting together a social media post and, you know, I'm being quite honest with, say, a personal story about my background, like, for example, oh, my mom said, get off your high horse or something like that. And right. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't share it because what will my mom think? Because she follows me on social media. What will she think? 
And then I think, oh gosh, what will they think of me? You know, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what people think of you, you know, as long as, and it comes back down to, yes, the confidence. And this is what I help my clients with, that confidence. But like I said, there's always layers. And I find there's always layers. So that's why I have to work on myself as well. Because it's like you say, we're never perfect. And, you know, we're never going to be the, the healed, you know, absolutely amazing God out there. But it is about appreciating it. And as long as you keep working on yourself, which is what I do, life is what you make it. Life is what you make it. Beautiful. So where's your focus going next what what is on the horizon what are you looking forward to moving into expanding into evolving and what do you see on the horizon it's like ah shit yeah i need to overcome this i can see this and maybe i'll put this off but eventually i'm gonna have to acknowledge it and lean into it what what is that for you yeah for me okay from a business perspective i want to be speaking on stage Okay, I want to be speaking on the top pioneers of the personal development industry. And I'm not going to name drop, but there was one particular person in Austin, Austin in the US, that was doing an actual um, live event this month, but the start of basically the, the, the start of the year. And, um, you know, I follow that person in personal development. And I just think to myself, there's so many amazing personal development people that he works with. I want to be there shining my light on stage. And then obviously the inner critic comes up and says, oh, but you haven't got these millions of followers. You haven't wrote 10 books and become bestseller. You haven't done this and, you know, you haven't done that. And I just think, well, yeah, but I'm me, <laughs> you know, I'm me. So, so although, you know, that's the aim, that's the focus, I know I've still got stepping stones to do. And I mm. always feel as long as I do a little bit, you know, a little bit of that consistently, mm. I'll get there because it's the compound effect. So my dream is be on stage, be on stage. Beautiful. Love yeah. that. That sounds fantastic. Thank you. Well, hey, look, Sharon, thank you so much for sharing oh, behind the scenes of your business, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, how everything that you do impacts yourself personally. It's, it's fascinating. Thank you. And it's been it's been lovely to share some of the things I wasn't even planning to share. <laughs> I told so, you to be a little right. bit different. And that's kind yeah. of kind of the point. So this has been your stage. Just be yourself. Just be open. Be yourself. Yeah. And that's kind of the point. That's that's, that's the speaker that you want to be. Right. Definitely. Be definitely. Else. It's about being authentic. And it's about really just like you said, sharing your journey. And it's not just about the positives. It's about the not so positive as well. It's about, you know, we, we all go through. It's the polarities of life, isn't it, Mark? You know, the ups and the downs. <laughs> and the Absolutely. lights just got out on, on my camera. But well, yeah, there we are. We are time, seen, done. So hello, <laughs> if you want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Okay, so they can find me across social media. So on Facebook in particular, just, just search me, Sharon Sammy. You'll, you'll find me on there. LinkedIn, Sharon Sammy. Instagram, you'll find me on. I've also got a group as well on Facebook. It's a private group. So if you just search anything is possible, which is my key mantra, you'll find me on there as well. And um, yeah, just come and connect. I'd love to hear from you. Super simple. Everyone, if you're curious or like, hell yeah, that sounds awesome, go check it out. And Sharon, again, thank you so much for sharing today. You're welcome. And thank you, Mark, for having me on the show. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.